Welcome to our series, Alumni Conversations, where we sit down with alumni from our executive education programs to hear how their experience has had an impact. Today, Kelly Myers, coordinator for the Executive MBA program, sits down with Julia Yance, a 2020 Executive MBA graduate who currently serves as Inside Sales Manager for Worthington Industries. Our prospective students are often concerned about managing not only their professional careers in addition to going back to school, but also juggling their family lives as well. Julia shares with us why she chose to pursue her Executive MBA degree while balancing work and growing a family simultaneously. Julia, we really want to thank you for um, being here and opening up about your experience. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Um, So first, can you just tell us a little bit about your life and career before becoming an EMBA student and why you decided to go back to school? Yes. So um, I've been employed at Worthington Industries for the majority of my career, Um, actually marked 10 years this past March. Um, with the company. And in that time frame, I held a variety of different roles, um, starting in inside sales, moving into management um, within two years of of joining the company. Um, And had a lot of great experiences um, firsthand of acquisition integration, hiring and training um, an inside sales team, um, you know, new product lines being introduced, product lines being, you know, I would say spun off, um, stuff of that nature that you know, as I, you know, got more mature or more years underneath me, I realized that um, some of my schooling, my undergraduate degree, um, didn't necessarily give me the preparation or the knowledge that I needed to, I think, allow me to go to the next step, um, whether that's director level or above, um, or some of these roles that maybe I didn't necessarily think that I was qualified for before, um, that I would have liked for it to. So, um, approaching, you know, some of my peers at work who had participated in this program, um, talking to some of my mentors, um, I thought, it, you know, getting my EMBA, you know, was a good next step for me to become a little bit more well-rounded in the business um, sense. Um, you know, the other thing to note is that I was pretty young when I started um, my career in the management realm at Worthington. Um, and so one of the things that I, you know, had talked to my husband about quite a bit as we um, you know, we're getting, you know, married, getting, you know, talk about starting a family and stuff like that was my desire to go back to school and get this done. And one of the things that we actually thought about um, in terms of timing was trying to do that um, before kids, our kids got a lot older and had a lot of um, activities and stuff like that going on, um, as well as, you know, where I was at in my career at that time to, to kind of put myself on the bench for some of the roles that I was aspiring to, to do. Yeah, absolutely. When when I'm talking to prospects and that comes up a lot of times, you know, life only gets more complicated (laughs) as you, um, so finding that good balance. Um, and I definitely think there's a lot of people in that position where all of a sudden they feel like their undergraduate, um, doesn't provide them enough as they're moving. Absolutely. And I think, you know, for me my undergraduate degree was actually in nutrition. So way different than what I'm doing right now. Um, so I wanted to get, you know, that foundation piece, um, you know, under my belt, like learn just you know, more about accounting, financial statements, strategy, um, marketing, everything like that. But then with having, you know, 10 years of experience um, in you know the business setting, it also just helped me become much more well-rounded and knowledgeable and approach you know, situations I was dealing with live in work at the moment, 
in a totally different way than what I would have um, if I hadn't participated in the program. So um, that, you know, absolutely was a, was a big benefit and help to me as I went through the program. Yeah. And that's a good point that you bring up. There's a lot of people that are not doing what they went to school for, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Um, so finding right. that applies more directly with what they're currently doing. Mm -hmm. So as you started researching programs, was there something about Fisher um, that was attractive to you? Um, absolutely. So both um, from a serious and not so serious note, um, I've you know always, and my mom would hate to hear me say this, she's a Notre Dame fan, but I always wanted to be a Buckeye ever since moving to Columbus after my undergraduate. Um, you know, it's, it's hard not to get excited about a school that the whole city is just completely immense with and the whole, you know, excitement and culture and energy around the Buckeyes is just amazing. Um, and not to mention, it's just an incredibly well-respected school. Um, when, you know, if you talk to anybody outside of, you know, the Buckeye campus, it's still just the Fisher Car business is just known as being one of the best that's out there. And I wanted to have that, that accurate on my, my resume. Um, you know, I considered online options, especially being, you know, a young mom and having a full work-time job. Um, but I knew I wasn't going to get the same experience. Um, and I wanted to make sure that if I was going to go back to school and put that, that extra work and stress in my life, that it was going to be a program that people looked at and, you know, thought, wow, like this is somebody who did something pretty amazing here because she went to this really great school. Um, and, you know, and like I said, on a not so serious note too, if I'm also looking at one of the big things that drove the decision was the timing of the class schedule. So I, again, I, at the time when I was um, applying, I had a two-year-old son and I was looking at, okay, how can I get the most out of a program without sacrificing my time at home? Um, so I really liked that the program was, you know, two, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, um, once a month that allowed me the flexibility of not spending a ton of time away from my family. Um, but then still gave me that, that stretch assignment of, of learning um, and expanding my knowledge in a business sense. Yeah. Um, well, first, I don't think you're alone in that there's a lot of people out there that want to officially call themselves a Buckeye. Um, <laughs> there is an energy about the school. Um, but yes, in terms of the schedule, I think it kind of gives you the best of both worlds. Because um, mm -hmm. the residencies let you get to know your faculty and classmates but that off time gives you some flexibility. So you get the best of both worlds. Absolutely. And I was very lucky too. Like my employer, um, you know, was very flexible and understanding of the schedule that, you know, Thursday, Friday, I was going to be in class and the core, the cohort and program in general also allowed a lot of flexibility with that too. If you had to step out to take a work call, if you had a meeting that you just could not miss, um, I really appreciated with the fact that there was on both sides, an understanding of um, we're trying. I'm trying to develop myself as an individual, but I also am not letting my day-to-day -day work slide um, because of that. And so I thought that was um, really helpful as well as that there was an understanding and patience on both sides. Well, that's great, and that's you know a lot of what we're talking about today is kind of juggling that balance. Um, and so a lot of women that I speak with who are looking to get their MBA. Um, are concerned about balancing not only professional commitments, but also family priorities. Um, and in your case, your family actually grew during the program. Um, so can you speak to 
that experience and kind of how you were able to balance the three? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, as I mentioned, I went into the program with a two-year-old son, and then um, a couple months into the program, we found out we were expecting my daughter, um, who actually just turned one year old this past week. Um, and you know, it was one of those things that when we um, you know thought about it in terms of the program and timing and everything, um, you know, a friend of mine once told me there's never a good time to do you know one thing or another. There's always going to be a reason to put something on hold, whether that's starting a family, expanding your family, getting your you know master's degree, um, whatever that may be. So, um, you know, my husband and I had a lot of conversations going into the program and then even after, you know, deciding to, to have my daughter is that, you know, how are we going to balance this? And so, again, the class schedule really helps with that. Um, I had an excellent team, um, you know, in the program, you get assigned a team at the very beginning and they're your team throughout the, the whole program. And um, I couldn't have asked for a better group of individuals um, to work with. And actually, one of my teammates had a baby during the program as well. He, he and his wife did in July. Um, and there was just a mentality of, like, we were all going to help each other out. Um, we were all going to, you know, share workloads and stuff like that evenly and make sure that we were all getting the most out of the program as, as much as possible. Um, the balance was just, you know, kind of picking and choosing at what time during the day I was going to play what role. So it was, you know, I, I had you know very specific time that I would um, do my schoolwork. And make sure that didn't interact with, you know, interrupt family time. And I had my my work time, and I had my, you know, time with my kids before they went to bed, and then time with my husband afterwards. So, um, you know, you just find that you really prioritize your day differently. Um, you maximize like every single second of every day, um, which is both good and, and bad. Um, but I, I honestly found like once I kind of provided that structure it made it actually very reasonable um, to, to do, um, especially when, you know, like I said, we had a good team dynamic as, in terms of helping each other out. That's great. And that's what I hear. You know, I know in the beginning of the program, it can seem maybe a little overwhelming, but once you kind of set those expectations, you have that support network and it really organized um, and it's manageable. Um, and one thing you brought up a lot was your team. Um, so you're divided into teams in the beginning, um, but Fisher is also a cohort-based program. So you can mm-hmm. classes with the same group of individuals. Um, so can you expand on kind of the culture of the cohort and kind of the relationships you gain throughout the program? I mean, I couldn't ask for a better class or cohort um, in addition to a great team. So um, just as a cohort, I mean, one of the things that we did is first month in, um, we developed a social committee and every month we would have some sort of social activity after class that was not university sponsored that we would just go and, and get, you know, get to know each other and um, learn about each other's, you know, work life, personal life, stuff like that, which when you have situations that came up of, you know, myself having a baby or I had, I think three other teammates have babies during the cohort. Um, we had a couple people get married. We had um, people that had family stuff going on. Like, you know, everyone was in it together. Um, you know, if someone had to miss a class or someone, um, you know, had something else going on, it wasn't just your your individual team. It was the whole cohort that kind of rallied around, um, around you there. So, um, you know, in terms of learning and my experience and the culture there, I think that's 
that was the honestly the hardest part with how we ended our program with COVID was that we couldn't all be together. And, you know, we think we all really thrived around being in the classroom together, learning off of each other and hearing each other's opinions and just it's, you know, a natural kind of conversational way. Um, but I wouldn't have been able to do what I did um, if it wasn't for my team of five and then plus the, the cohort of, I think, 32 is our number um, in general. Yeah, absolutely. And that's when you think MBA, you know, obviously this cohort, um, it's a lot of accomplished leaders. And so you have a great opportunity to network. But what we always hear are these lifelong friendships and MBA students getting together years after the program. So we'd love to hear mm-hmm. Um, how, so another element of the executive program is, you know, really having a staff and close faculty relationship where, um, you know, we have someone that schedules the classes for you, orders your books. So how did you feel the staff was able to support you as a student and as a new mom? They were great. Um, so just the staff in general, you could tell all the professors were really invested in your learning. Um, you know, you had some professors that really stretched you in terms of um, challenging you with either assignments or discussions in class, your viewpoint on something. Um, and I, you know, for me, that's exactly what I wanted out of the program, you know, stretch my my thinking and make me, um, you know, kind of reconsider some of my previous um, viewpoints. Um, and, you know, from in terms of just their engagement with our class in general, I mean, we would have professors stop in um, that we had our first term throughout the entire program, you know, come and sit down and have lunch with us, come to after um, class, like, you know, university sponsored events. Um, they really seem to be engaged in wanting to, um, you know, better our experience, but then just get to know us in general as people. And I mean, even after I graduated, I'm still in touch with some professors um, on things and, and working on, you know, either those, you know, projects I had done in the cohort or even just me asking advice, like, do you have anything on this or have you heard anything about that um, so that I can continue my experience as well? Um, so that part was great. And then as a new mom, um, honestly, it was probably one of the more nerve wracking conversations of just coming in and letting the, the team know because I didn't know if anyone had done it before and if so, how they were going to react. But you know, I was, I was pregnant. Um, I was due in October, which, um, I was actually due, you know, a Saturday session that we were in school, um, believe it or not. And then I was going to have to miss the China trip. Um, my daughter was only going to be a couple weeks old at the time. Um, so I, I was pretty nervous going into that. And honestly, it's, it was just one of those things like everyone was very, um, you know, nice and, you know, and congratulatory about things. And they, you know, said, we will make it work. Don't worry about it. Um, if you have to miss October session, it's completely fine. We'll make up for it afterwards. We're going to record this. We can record the sessions. Um, you know, in terms of China, I have the ability to go to China the next time they're able to go. Um, and then even just after the, my daughter came and, you know, as a new mom, I was um, you know, breastfeeding my daughter. They were very flexible with, you know, me having to step in and out to to take care of um, pumping and do that kind of thing as a new mom would have to do. So um, I, I really couldn't ask for anything more um, in terms of them being completely accommodating and open and um, flexible with, with you know, me being a new mother in the program. That is great. And that's, you know, when we, on the student side, I mean, faculty love teaching and working with the EMBA students because of those close relationships and 
feel like they can listen to your guys' needs and accommodate as they go. I know with COVID, they've made some changes this year. Um, and on a personal level, um, having that support um, so you don't have as much to worry about. Um, so mm-hmm. about kind of the personal side of the cohort and the relationships. Um, but one thing that is so impressive about an IMBA cohort is the experience and the leadership that um, everyone comes to the program with. Um, so you learn obviously a lot from the faculty, but how would you say your classmates impacted your thinking and enhanced your business? Um, so classmates, I would say the benefit behind at least my cohort and from what I understand um, previous cohorts as well is that it's a it's a pretty diverse group in terms of experience, the fields that you're in, um, the roles that you may have been in before. So um, it was really beneficial to me to be able to um, you know use everyone's unique background to help me with maybe a situation I was having and at work. Um, and then, you know, from a leadership perspective, understanding how did they approach something like this? What went wrong that maybe they would have changed? Um, and I, I can't even count the number of times that I would ask, you know, people in my class, uh, you know, I have this going on, what would you do about this? And some of it was, you know, directly related to somebody that I, you know, or some a team I was managing at the time, or some of it was just my own personal, like, you know, I would, I would like to talk to my manager about this. How would you approach it? Or I'm having an issue with a teammate. How would you approach it? Um, and that was just those, co- you know, my, my classmates, but even with professors as well. So um, I found that to be, um, again, probably one of the biggest benefits of, of attending this, this program, especially in person and being able to have those conversations that um, you had just by having relationships available to you. Yeah. And being able to network with, yeah, industries and backgrounds that you don't normally get the chance to have on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So we mentioned in the beginning, you're a manager at Worthington Industries and you've been there a long time. How did you approach leadership um, and gain support? So I know prospects are always concerned about how do I come up to my employer and ask um, to support me in this adventure? Mm-hmm. So Worthington is a great company um, for a lot of different reasons, but talent development is a really big focus of ours. Um, And every year we go through a process with our managers of not only setting, you know, goals for the year that are directly tied to, you know, business objectives, but we also have individual development plans as well. Um, So we work with our managers to say, you know, what, what kind of careers um, paths do we want to go down? Um, You know, what, would be potentially some of the skill sets that we would need to have to, to get there. And so this has been a conversation I've had with, um, you know, my manager, my managers, whoever that manager was at the time that this was, uh, you know, something I wanted to pursue. So when um, I took the role that I was in at the start of the program, actually switch roles um, in the middle of the cor- the program as well, is that I talked to my manager about um, my desire to, to eventually be in charge of a business at some point or a product line or something, have a, you know, P&L responsibility um, that I was driving. And I said, you know, if I, if I want to achieve that goal, I would like to become more well-rounded um, in strategy, in marketing, in operations, in international business, some of the big things that the, the program focuses their um, curriculum around. Um, and so they were very supportive of that. 
um, encouraged me to look at other options outside of just, you know, Ohio State. Um, and then, you know, kind of come back to me with which program I would, you know, which program I recommended and why. Um, and yeah, it was just an, honestly a part of our, our annual development, you know, process that we, that we do as a company. That's wonderful. And it sounds like it's just communication is key throughout the entire process and kind of laying out your goals and expectations. Um, so that's great. Do you feel like the IMBA program and the experience you went through helped you as a woman in a corporate role? You know, I, I do. And then at the same time, I don't. And um, I'll explain that. So one of the things I like about it is that, you know, I work in a pretty male dominated industry um, and, you know, being in the corporate too, it's, um, we had, I think, nine females in our class, which was um, a lot compared to what I was at least individually expecting. Um, and so one of the things that I liked about it, and I think that it helped me is that, again, more diverse thinking, more experience. Um, it helped, you know, that I was one of the few people from my company in terms of that have gone to the EMBA program. Um, and being female. But at the same breath, I feel like um, I haven't necessarily felt that I've been um, treated any differently or looked at differently because I was a female in terms of, um, you know, my ability to go into new roles um, within my organization. So what I really found that the EMBA program and then just my experience in general um, with pursuing the option and, you know, finishing it up was that it was more just giving me the opportunity to, to learn and be around others um, to help me grow as an individual versus um, as, a, as a female, if that makes sense. Yeah, so not as much focused on the female aspect, but just developing you as a leader. Yeah, absolutely. And I think where the female aspect really came into me was obviously having a baby in the middle of the program. Yes. Um, you know, definitely provided that female element. And that's where both, again, my company and the program were really great about just, you know, saying, this is amazing that you're doing this and that we're fully behind you. Like we want to show others that, you know, you can be a young mom and you can, you know, be a female, have a family and have a career and do these things with the full supporting of the company and the program behind you. And that's, that's really where that distinction came in um, for me. Um, so, and I couldn't have been more grateful and appreciative of that. Well, that kind of lays it out perfectly. Do you have any advice, um, you know, from your experience for not only women, but just parents in general, like you said, there was, you know, a male in your group that also had a child during the program, um, as they look to start an IMBA program. Yeah, I think the big thing is just, um, you know, and so easy to say it's, it's balance. It's, you know, I, I think, um, going into the program, knowing that you have a young family, uh, or maybe you have high school kids. Um, if you are getting married, um, whatever that may be, you have your personal life and expectations that you absolutely don't want to let suffer, um, because you're in this, you're doing this program, but then you want to get the most out of the program as much as possible. So I think, for me, it was just finding that balance um, and recognizing that, okay, you know, maybe I'm going to have to give a little bit here, sleep a little less on this day, do a little <laughs> bit more here, um, stuff like that. And I say sleep a little less. I had a newborn, so that, that kind of comes with the territory. But 
um, you know, it's, it was just finding that balance and that routine that worked for, for you. Um, for me, I wasn't, a, I, I couldn't afford being a procrastinator because it didn't, you know, I had no idea what my personal life or work life was going to be at, at that moment. So I had structured time throughout the course of every day to, to make it work. And I never really felt overwhelmed because of that. Um, and, you know, having that relationship and that dialogue with your team up front, like we all clarify with each other, what's our work styles? Do we work ahead? Do we, you know, wait till the last minute? Do we like one thing versus another thing? And we all kind of made that work um, for our team in terms of how do we maximize and, have come to everybody's preferences so um it, it's all like i said it's a loaded word but it's all about balance and and collaboration with your group yeah so finding that support network whether it's your family your employer or your teammates in the program and kind of setting expectations finding mm -hmm. the right group um well i couldn't agree more and i really appreciate um you taking the time to kind of talk about your experience and how you were able to make it work. And now you're officially a graduate as of May. Um, so yeah, finally have maybe a little more free time, even though you have two little ones. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you again. Great. Because once you, once you kind of get used to the, the workload, you know, like I think you said early on in the conversation, the first like month or two or the first term, you're kind of like, whoa, like, this is insane. How am I going to do this? It's like starting a new job, right? And you kind of like get overwhelmed by all the information being thrown at you off the get go. And then, and then once you kind of settle in, it's like, it, it's really just a part of your normal routine and your new life and stuff like that. And then once the program is over, kind of looking around going, you know, all of us were reaching out to each other going, what, what are we doing right now? Like, what's everyone yeah, doing like, on Sunday night? We don't, do we don't I have do a team call. Like, yeah. And so, um, and the cohorts and, you know, the teachers, they were like, well, make sure you're reading and continue to expand your knowledge and stuff like that. And it's just funny how you, you all of a sudden in the 18 months, that just becomes your new normal. And you, it, like I said, I didn't find it very overwhelming in terms of, you know, workload and volume, because it just was one of those things from a team perspective and individual perspective, if you approach it and have a plan around it, it really, um, is doable and you get a lot out of it. You just get so much out of the program um, without sacrificing the family it, stuff too. It forces you to be efficient. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. All right, well, thank you so much, Julia. You're very welcome. And if there's anything else um, that I can answer, anything in particular, like I said, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'm more than happy to help. For more information on the Executive MBA program, please visit go.osu.edu backslash EMBA.